Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Talking About Rock, sponsored by School of Rock, North Buffalo, where they are making tomorrow's musicians today. Also, our shows are available on all the streaming platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. And check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel to help us keep the torch alive. Today we have for you a band based out of L.A. For 15 years, they've been touring internationally and releasing new material. This past summer, they opened for L.A. Guns at the Cannon Club, and we'll be playing the famous Whiskey A Go-Go on January 20th in L.A. We will be speaking with lead vocalist and bassist Troy Spiropolis from Slow Burning Car about their latest release, Projection, next on Talking About Rock. All right, let's welcome to the show Troy Sparopoulos from Slow Burning Car. Hey, Troy, how's it going today? Good, how are you? Great, great, man, doing excellent. So we're just talking to the folks a little bit before you came on here, a little bit about the bands and stuff. And what I've been reading, you guys have been around for like 15 years. You must have seen a lot of changes in the uh, L.A. scene out there with music, right? Oh, all kinds. Yeah. So can you tell us how it's changed and some of the things that have gone on out there a little bit? Uh, let's see. We went from glam rock metal preceding the band to the grunge, um, to the grunge fad. Then we went to the new metal, to the rap rock. Uh, then we went to what I call fashion rock. Uh, <laughs> right. And then we're now pretty much at uh, a lost stage where we're basically competing against DJs and cover bands. And uh, the DJs and the cover bands are actually winning out in that order, first and second place. Yeah, very tough all... for live bands, especially for original live bands. Nobody wants to take the risk anymore. Yeah, it's it's very very hard to do original original music at this point for sure. It's not as uh, open a thing as it was maybe back like in the seventies or eighties when all different bands were coming out, right? All different. Types no, of there's bands. no clientele. I mean, these people are paying you know uh, just insane amounts of rent in the areas that they're at, so mm -hmm. they need to guarantee that there's enough income coming into their club. Uh, not only to pay for their staff and for their product, but also to pay the bands that are coming in. So they're finding it's just you're you're better off taking the risk on a cover band and a particular cover band, a cover band that's appealing to a wide variety of uh, demographics or just, you know, saving yourself 75 percent of the cost. Just getting a DJ out there to spin records. Right. Right. And you guys did have a really nice show this past summer, right? You opened for uh, L.A. Guns at the, the Canyon Club, right? Yeah, we did. And uh, ironically, that booker for the Canyon Club left the venue because they were tightening the budget so hard on him that they weren't allowing him to bring in any uh, original or legacy acts anymore. They wanted they were going down the uh, cover band rabbit hole. So it's just it's getting harder and harder for bands to play. That's why we're, we're tending to branch out and play outside of los angeles outside of state to be honest with you right check it out all different areas and, and all your albums have been self-released from what i'm reading right you guys release self -released. All stuff yourself. absolutely absolutely it takes a lot longer uh usually between 12 to 15 months to complete an album but much happier with the final result not indebted to anybody and uh free to take the product wherever we want whenever we want um Obviously, it's not something that sustains a living. We we all work and have our careers aside from it, but uh, it allows you to enjoy yourself that much more. 
Yes. So if you have, you're fortunate enough to be able to do it that way. Right. Have you been doing it in like home studios, that type of thing? Or you been? No, doing... no, no. We, uh, we've done the last two albums at Total Access Studios in Redondo Beach, California. Worked with Wynn Davis and my good friend uh, Steve Ornest, who's his stepson. Uh, that studio has been around for about 40 years. Very, very famous for working with uh, Great White, Guns N' Roses, no doubt. Uh, Heaven and Hell, the, the Black Sabbath um offshoot right uh they did a lot of the uh 80s metal bands in there Dawkin was one of their regular clients uh they also were very very famous for doing the south bay punk scene of the early 80s uh, uh black flag descendants pennywise those type of bands so very established studio great people i've known them for a long time that's where we did the last albums um and then the the albums before that were done with a friend of mine the first three with a guy named burt malkwood a fantastic engineer here out of the hollywood area uh, he used to work out of Nightingale Studios uh, in uh, the North Hollywood area. And uh, the current album I'm actually doing is with uh, our current guitarist, Aaron Custer. He's, uh, he's a producer and an engineer himself, as well as a, um, a guitar instructor. And uh, we just decided, I figured since he was in the band, uh, let's record with him since he's going to have to learn and perform the songs anyways. I figured it just, it just made more sense. Right, Plus, exactly. I'd, like to, I'd like to keep the money going towards ourselves if that makes any sense right exactly put it back into the guys that are working on the project and you, and you also yeah. did some music for for a movie documentary uh crash artist way back yeah, that was a, a long one, that right? was a long time ago that was an independent film uh that came out and it was basically about a gentleman gosh it's been so long i, I forgot the uh, the name of the gentleman but he was notorious for just crashing big events uh, right yeah i was he, reading up on that yeah <laughs> he was actually in the news about 15 years ago he crashed a a white house uh uh or actually i think it was in the in before the 2000s i think he crashed an event at the white house uh hosted by the clintons and he got in and nobody knew who he was and he went around and he and he just played it off <laughs> uh, he would crash the Grammy Awards. He'd go to the American Music Awards. Wow. Uh, he was at the Oscars. This guy would just take on an identity and just see how far it would take him. And uh, he met a lot of people in different industries and he just basically crashed events and galas. Yeah, and, it looks uh, spectacular. I want to have to check that out. It looks really, really neat. He must have made up some some invitations and stuff. I'm imagining that's that's what he did. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's that's different. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we got to do the uh, some of the music for that, and um, yeah, very cool, definitely, very cool. Well, we're actually here to for, for you today to talk with us about your new album, uh, Projection. Right? That's that's out. And so why don't you tell us out? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry? Go ahead. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Great album, released 2021, um, currently recording something new. We've got about six songs, uh, shooting for about 10 for another release next year. Uh, but Projections, the it's, it's a great album. It, it runs the gamut from metal to punk to indie slash garage rock, um, slow, fast ballads. Uh, we have a song written and recorded uh, in the Greek language. We have a nice sci-fi instrumental at the tail end of the album. Uh, just a lot of turns and twists. Uh, I wrote about 11 of the 12 songs. The other, the 12th song, Diamond in the Rough, was written by our co-vocalist, Krista uh, Ray, uh, who's been in the band for a while. And uh, it's just a great album. If you can pick it up on iTunes, you can hear it on Spotify. Uh, you can check out a lot of the material on SoundCloud. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can just go to slowburningcar.com. You can stream the albums once. 
you like what you hear, you can purchase uh, track by track or the complete album. Uh, we also have physical CDs, uh, but it was a joy to a joy to record. And uh, we did, did that with a total access. Again, it took about 12 to 15 months. And um, out of the five albums, probably leaning towards being my favorite at this point although the second one was pretty special too um but as far as track per track uh artwork as well i just think it's a it's a really 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 good piece of work from us yeah excellent yeah like you were saying so many different different facets in here so many different styles and things but I, i'm going to take a quick pause and we want to play the video actually for public cynic did you want to tell us a little bit about that track maybe and then we'll check it out uh, just basically uh, written in uh, at the beginning of 2020, the last song that we actually recorded for uh, the album. And I mean, pretty much biographical at, about all the stuff that was going on at the time uh, and the divisions it created and uh, which I haven't really gone away. I mean, it seems like they're uh, prepping up to almost have to it's, it'd be almost be fitting to re-release the song now. Right. Uh, if, if anything, I never thought I'd say that, but uh yeah uh just to take on current events at that okay. time cool cool yeah so we'll take a quick pause here we'll check out the video for public cynic and we'll be right back here with troy on talking about rock
Okay, we're back here on Talking About Rock with uh, Troy from Slow Burning Car. We just checked out the video for Public Cynic. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool. Uh, so you said you're doing all the recording in the studio, are, and you're doing the majority of the writing for all this at this point. Oh, yeah. It's my baby. It's my brainchild. Uh, on the field, my position is bass and vocals, lead vocals. Uh, as far as the recordings go, um, I demo all the songs uh drum machine and do all the instruments myself then i get my uh my drummer on board uh to record his drum tracks i pretty much do all rhythm guitars keys vocals bass uh anything that i could possibly do i do on the recording then i bring in the stunt players as i like to call them um to do lead guitar on most of the stuff um but yeah i mean the projects have all been my baby the, the probably the most collaborative one has been uh projection um, because the, my guitar players, Tommy and Aaron have, uh, have contributed a lot of the, the guitar playing on the songs. Uh, my current drummer, Zach, uh, performed the, the drum tracks on it as well. And, uh, Krista, aside from writing one of the songs, she's got her background vocals all over it. So, uh, it's really a collaborative effort. And this, this, we're taking the same approach for this new album that we're doing where everyone's involved in, um, you know, doing their part. So is that kind of the same approach you've been using on the previous albums that you had? You know, uh, was it Blowback, uh, Assumption, uh, Deflection, and oh, you had Volume 2, The Scattering in 2009. Is that pretty much the same yeah, you've been absolutely. using? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's one of the joys of recording in your own budget. You go by the time you want and you get to do whatever you want with it. And uh, you really don't answer to anybody. You know, you try to include whoever's interested in, in being on board. Uh, and if they're not, then you get to complete it yourself, you know? Right. Yeah, I talked to a few different artists, and they, they kind of say the same thing. You know, if they come up with the tracks, they they do all the vocals and all the, all the lyrics, and, and maybe they'll, they'll put a band together around it, something like that, if they want to do some shows like that. But they come up with the, the product or the album, whatever you want to call it, right, and put that all together. And then, like you said, uh, they, have, they have control of it. That's exactly how this whole thing started. I mean, I was in other bands, and uh, I'd always try to like bring a song or two in and sometimes the bands would take a, a song, a completed song in and bring it in and, and perform it. And other times they wouldn't. And it finally just got to a point where I said, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to save up my money and just start. I've got this shoebox full of demos um, that I had for, you know, 14 years going on. So around two, November 2005, I just I talked to my friend Bert and I said, hey, I, I think I'm just going to do my own thing. Uh, I got my friend Mike Zimmerman, who was in a band with me called The Quick and the Dead at the time, uh, to do the drums. I gave him all the demos. Uh, we rehearsed them. I got him to do the drums. And then I went in and, and knocked out everything I needed to on my own. And then I had uh, I had Steve Ornest, actually, the guy who I've been recording with at Total Access Studios uh, way back then, uh, cut all the lead guitar work. And I didn't know there was going to be a band around it, but the album came out nice. Everyone who heard it liked it. And... Um, my friend Mike said, should we start doing some shows? And I said, sure. We, we put together a band around it. And the band's evolved since then with different players. But it, yeah, it basically got started around just recording, recording something for myself. Yeah, that definitely seems to be the way of things. So I know you have um, dates coming up in January. You guys are going to be playing the Whiskey in California. Anything else on the horizon or any other projects going on for you? Yeah, we're, we're actually working with a, uh, a, an agency out of Greece called Angels PR. And uh, they have tentatively set us up with three shows in Greece, uh, in Patra on uh, Friday, March 31st, in Athens on April 1st, and in Thessaloniki in April, on April 2nd. 
so we are working on that. Hopefully that will uh, manifest fully and we'll be able to do those shows. Uh, and then we'll come back and probably just focus on booking some stuff uh, in the area uh, for summer of 2023. Would like to look at some of the, uh, the festivals going on out of state, you know, uh, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona. We have a booking agent who's looking into those as well. Uh, and just see what kind of comes our way. We're, we're lucky where we're in a point where, you know, we get to pick and choose what we want to do, where we want to play. Right. Uh, you know, it's one of the benefits of just not having big money behind you because that comes with a, a price. And, um, like I said, we, we do it for love. We do it for an enjoyment. It's a hobby and, uh, we can take it as far as we want, or we could keep it as close to the best as we want. So. Right. And, and it seems like so the, so many of the other countries are so much more open to, newer music, newer bands, you know, that are, that are coming out uh, different areas. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in Switzerland. Uh, there's some new acts coming out in England and they just seem to be more open to that than they are yeah. in the States. You know, there's no preconceived notions and uh, you know, they'll, they'll take whatever entertainment comes to them. It's a shame they're so far from us, you know, that sounds great. Especially though. Being in Los Angeles, it's like double the trip as it would be if you were on the East coast, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get back to that where we get to a point where, you know, the uh, majority is a little more accepting to new music, new bands, things that are happening. You know, I don't know. We always seem to be behind the curve here in the U.S. All the other countries kind of ahead of us with, with a lot of the different things. But hopefully we'll get to that point. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. So thank you so much. We appreciate you stopping in and chatting with us today about the new album projection. You know, folks out there, check that out. Slow Burning Car. You guys got that gig coming up at the Whiskey in January. You know, that's that's a great venue to play at. So many folks have played there. And then the the, the uh, tour coming up, you got a couple dates going on in Greece. That that sounds amazing, man. Robert, thank you so much for having us. You can check us out at slowburningcar.com. We're on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram. Uh, you can hear our music on iTunes, Spotify, CD Baby, if you'd like to purchase. And uh, that's about it. Thank you very much for having us. Cool. Thanks, Troy. And if you folks out there want to know more about us, you have questions or comments, please feel free to email us at talkingaboutrock at gmail.com. You can like us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And for this interview, the video will be on our YouTube channel, and you can check it out on all the streaming services coming very soon. Troy, again, thanks, man, for being here. Robert, thank you for having us and for taking care of us and looking out for us. All right, man. Have a good night. You too.